Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. I am sitting in my craft room here with Sonny in his little snuggle bed and I'm looking at my I'm looking at your questions. Um, and we're gonna start with Camilla Sundum. She says uh, on the video called Got Washi Tape and Need Ideas. Um, she said, yeah, guess what? Crafting and watching this at the same time. And what do I do? I took a sip of the paint water. Yep. La- and laughy face. Okay. So um, it happens. Yeah, I know. It's like whatever you do, don't get used to drinking stuff that's sitting on your craft table because, you, you know, you'll like die an early death or something. Um, so, yeah, you should probably go um, to the ER. I don't know. I probably you're going to be fine, but maybe not. And you'll grow a unicorn. I don't know. But um, yeah, honestly, I've done it too. You know, that's why I've learned. It's like, oh, this isn't my electrolyte water. Blah, blah, blah. Like running to the sink and spitting it out and rinsing my mouth and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, you, you hopefully only do that once. Um, uh, now, Diane Scott on the same video says, oh, how about gold paint? I would say yes, gold paint. Um, I I think that's a great staple to have in any crafter's um, um, art arsenal. Yes, tool chest. Okay, um, it's a great thing because a little goes a long way. You can use it almost the same way you use gilding wax or gilding paste to give it that gold uh, thing. And I think it's a lot less expensive and it goes a lot further. So yeah, there's a lot of pluses to gold paint. Um, Glenda Crouch says, Pam, these pages are absolutely beautiful. I'm going to try this today. Again, she's referring to the use up that washi tape uh, video. I think I would use this concept as a book cover. What type and weight of paper should I use? Wondering minds need your suggestions. Okay, so this particular video um, referenced using up a bunch of washi tape on some book pages. And I, I opened a Nancy Drew book and I also opened a which is, I would say, a medium thickness page, medium to thick. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it right now. It's got a thickness to it. Um, now, I, I used another book. It was called A Heartthrop's Book. It's a very old book, and the pages are extremely thin, and it also worked. So um, there was water used in this project. Um, so just remember that uh, you're layering washi tape, paints, coffee, sprays, whatever you want to slap down on that paper to, to look at, make it look really cool. The things that you add will make it thicker. Um, the water will make it more terrible until it dries and then it should be back to okay again. 
Um, and so I would say what use whatever you have and give it a go. And remember, as you're experimenting, you keep the mantra of it's only paper, it's only paper, it's only paper, because sometimes things tear and rip and, and all that. But remember, what have you got when it's ripped and torn? You've got a really cool scrap to work with, or you can tape it back together again with some washi tape. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I'm remembering to heart these. I'm remembering to heart these. So if I heart the question, that means I addressed it on a craft chat. Okay. Um, It could be a podcast answering questions thing or a Friday craft. What? No. Yeah. So this is a podcast. Did I? Yes. And this is um, the craft chats occur on Fridays on YouTube, which I also answer crafty questions. That was clear as mud. Could I make that any more confusing for anybody concerned? Okay. So I answer your questions in two places primarily on um, Thursday's podcast and on Friday's craft chat. Okay, there we go. All right. And I would say 99% of the questions do come from YouTube. Um, Number one, Nana of two says, I know how you feel about your glasses. Oh, I must have made a reference. Oh, this is the deep cleaning my crafty drawers. And I revealed my drawer of glasses. Uh, and she says, I know how you feel about your glasses questions. I asked, I asked once about what the round things with dots you were using, coffee filters. Did the kind of kind viewer gifted them to you happen to say what they are filters for or who makes them or how we can find some? I pretty much remember that they were maybe like two and a half inch circles of um, used little single sheet coffee filters, which had polka dots on them from the coffee and they were just so cool um she sent me some and i love them and i think i don't know whatever device uses those things somebody if anybody spot that is that a i don't have a nespresso i don't know if it's that i don't think so that's like a k cup thing isn't it i don't know but it's something that uses a round circular coffee filter that's only about two and a half inches wide um uh, that that's the best I can give you there. Um, okay, uh, and she did make it sound like they were her own, and she made them and just from having coffee. Um, okay, so on the video called "Easy Drop Down Envelopes in Junk Journals: Beginner Tips," Laureen Tilliner says, Pam, are you using water or alcohol to get your ink pads juicy again? Thank you. Uh, If it's me doing it, it's probably water. Um, Probably just water out of a spritzer. Unless, um, and I'm I'm pretty like 100% sure that's me because I don't really use the um, the stays on inks or the the inks that are are permanent and they won't run with water um, that often because I find those ink pads really dry out fast and um, like super fast and you have to use a special solvent to get them to liquefy again like an alcohol or acetone but then that stuff evaporates really fast so you're back to ground zero really fast and um i've I've honestly been really happy with the um uh, uh just plain old ink you know distress ink or distress oxide ink distress ink is just dye and distress oxide ink is dye and pigment and um I just, you know, it satisfies those needs. Um, you don't necessarily have to buy that brand. You can buy other brands and they work just as well. Um, so maybe try some different ones and see what you think. Uh, I was able to pick up some inexpensive other brand inks in Tuesday morning. It's kind of a fun way to try out other brands if you don't want to 
you know, sell the farm to buy them. Um, just a thought. Okay. And also, it's not a bad idea if you're out there and, you know, you're going to garage sales, you're going to yard sales, you're going to flea market, stuff like that. Maybe somebody is selling old craft stuff. See, what you can't tell by looking at an ink pad is, is it just dry and full of ink? Like somebody used it, got up and walked away and got their sandwich and totally forgot about the ink pad being exposed to the air and all the dye is still in there? Or is it actually missing the dye like somebody has sucked all the dye out of it using with like their like super stamper and they've made millions of greeting cards and there's not a spit left of color in there well let's say you invest your let's say 25 cents or whatever if it's at a garage sale and you get one um i think you're going to be okay either way because you can uh, if it's just dry you can just spritz it with water and it'll come back to life or number two if the ink is gone you can reload it with ink and uh, that's cheaper than buying a new uh, inky thing or if uh, you can reload one regular ink pad with a um, uh, like an ink re-inking dropper bottle full of ink um, it usually takes about four or five full dropper fulls to resaturate a regular ink pad and uh, but then you can do that so many times with that bottle. I've never even made it to the bottom of a bottle once doing that. And I would say brown and black are the ones that I use the most and I'm not even close to the bottom of the bottle. So not a bad thing to consider. Um, uh, perfectly Imperfect Books. Hi Pam, do you ever exchange happy mail? Um, I used to way back when, but I don't really do that so much now just because of time constraints. But um, I think there are some other... Um, there are some um, people out there who do that with their YouTube channels and with their um, Facebook group pages. And I think, don't quote me, she may not do this anymore, but Scrappin' Lizzie, I think she does that. Um, and possibly Junk Journal Junkies. So you might want to look those up. I haven't looked in a while, but I do recall those two names when it came to Happy Mail Exchange places. Um Pat's Collection 1234 says, Pat, uh, Pam, do you ever use decoupage making pieces? Um, I may have read this the other day, and I think I decoupaged right when I read it. And yes, yes, I do. So to me, decoupage means, <clears throat> okay, back in the day, it was uh, like cutting out pictures in magazines or, you know, cute pictures of kittens or something and sticking them onto something like a box or... Um, you know, some kind of plaster frame that you made, like a square or something, and you slap a picture on it with Mod Podge, and then you Mod Podge it over it, and it, it sealed it, and we were all excited, and we would also cover the tops of stools and all sorts of pictures. Remember doing that? You know, you'd have like, um, I don't know, let's say you liked hearts, and you just covered the top of this stool with like a little, you know, wooden stool with hearts on the surface and Mod Podged all over it, and there you were, and you were so excited. And uh, then we got away from it, but really like the act of gluing a picture onto something and then sealing it is kind of what I call decoupaging. Um, that can live large in the world of junk journals. That's right. I actually decoupaged. Well, I don't know if I really decoupaged anything. I made a bookmark the other day uh, from um, so a watercolor that I did and I just sealed it with Mod Podge. Now, I didn't actually stick anything to anything, so I guess I didn't technically decoupage, but I was close. 
I was really close. And uh, so that's fine. That's all good. Um, okay. 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 Christina Arnold, love what you did. Could you show us a video on how to break down an old button-down shirt? Having a hard time... Okay, so she's referring to the video called Got a Bedsheet? Lots of junk journal fun with a bedsheet. Um, a bedsheet is a great resource for junk journalists. You can make, you can tear it into strips so easily. Cotton bedsheets work the best for this, I think. White ones. Um, so if you have some bedsheets that maybe, <clears throat> you know, they're not perfect anymore for whatever reason, you know, launder them, wash them, bleach them, do what you have to do. But then you have this huge, huge source of material that you can do a bajillion things with, with for a junk journal. It can wrap a cover. It can uh, make a binding. You can make... Um, uh, spine dangles with it. You can make little uh, page tabs with it. I mean, it's just like so many ideas. Okay, so her question is, love what you did. Could you show a video on how to break down an old button-down shirt? Having a hard time finding ideas on what to do with cuffs and collars on the shirt. Would love to see how you uh, would use uh, one. Okay, so cuffs and collars. I would say the cuffs would be easy to make into little pockets um, because they're a little bit thicker. Um, also, you and um, the cuffs you could uh, cut down and cover spines in them, depending if there's enough material there. Um, and uh, the collars, have I actually used a collar? I'm trying to think if I've used a collar. No, I know I've used lace collars. If there's a pretty collar, now she says a button down shirt. So I'm wondering if she's talking about like a guy's shirt. You know, maybe. Now the buttons, they can be really cute on the material as little accents or page tabs, or you can also clip them off and then use them freely as you wish in your junk journals as parts of spine dangles or little toppers for journal cards and things like that, what have you. I mean, it could be really a lot of fun. Um, is there stiffness to the collar? Is it a floppy collar? I and mean, collars come in all different kinds of colors, but I definitely have salvaged uh, anything lace that I can get off material or old clothes, I will, I will take that off because I, I can use it so much in the junk journals and, um, <clears throat> uh, like regular material, you could cut up into tiny squares and do so many different things with or rectangles and, and things like that. So let me think on the collars. I'll, I'll, next time I come across a collared something, I will address it. And, and we will we will talk about that in greater detail. I feel like a little I'll, I will I'll do better with one in my hand actually doing it. Tina Sturgeon asks Pam, have you heard of making material paper out of the white paper that we remove from napkins? Have you done it? Making material paper. I'm gonna have to look up what material paper is. Like is that fabric paper, or is it handmade paper? Like you just use it as part of the stuff that you put in the blender. Not sure, but um, you're making my head scratch, and now I have to go look that up. Thanks, Tina. Uh, there's so many new things going on out there. Um, Linda Pound says, Hello, Pam. I was wondering, where do you get all the images for your digitals? Um, well, okay, so different places. Um, the public domain is a good place to start. Um, you really need to do your research on what is copyrighted and what is not. And um, sometimes you have to go back and... Uh, I would say learn about copyright first and then decide whether you want to go on the journey 
of exploring those things. I'm also exploring and learning a little about AI and how to make uh, my own um, digital images and things like that. So I'm having a lot of fun with that, learning about that process. And um, so yeah, you're going to see different versions and styles of pictures coming through, which is really a lot of fun. So it's, it's, um, um, some are old, old, old pictures and some are uh, newly made AI pictures. So there you go. Um, uh, Grace Blanchard said, I had a stain on a white shirt. Oh, I love these topics. I had a stain on a white shirt. No matter what I did, I couldn't get the stain out. Did I despair? No, I am a crafter. Um, I checked to see if the shirt was 100% cotton. Hooray. I happily tore it into strips and stamped on the strips, just like my mentor Pam at the paper outpost. Yes. (laughs) Not only can I tear apart a book, perfectly good book, but I can rip apart clothing and um, um, have a lot of fun with all the little component constituent parts. Yep. Um, That's right. And uh, I'm glad you had fun at it. Great. Congratulations, Grace. Um, Gretchen asks, Pam, how many glue sticks do you have left? Why? Why, Gretchen? Why do you want to know? I'm not not giving away or selling any of my glue sticks. Okay, I probably have... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, I, I have, I can see the box from here and if it truly is full of glue sticks, I'd say there's probably 30 in there. So yeah, I bought a lot of them. Um, how many do you have Gretchen? <laughs> okay. Deborah Bovey says, uh, have you ever used a tea towel or bath towel? Okay. I definitely have used tea towels because my favorite, 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 favorite tea towels to use are the flower sack all white tea towels from Walmart. You can buy them in 10 packs and they're amazing junk journal material to use. Um, So, and you can dye them, you can tear them, you can use them as junk journal covers. They're so cool. Um, Multiple uses and you can use them as tea towels too. Uh, So I love those. Um, Towels I have found personally are a little bit thick Maybe for covers, maybe for a spine reinforcement on the outside, something like that. But uh, because they're so thick, I would, I would probably, personally, I have not used them for junk journals. But yeah, I'm sure somebody, if you can think of ways to use regular towels and junk journaling, please, please put some ideas down because, you know, maybe we're missing the obvious and, and that's always good to know. 
Um, okay. Tootsie 2 says, do you design your covers first or your pages? I prefer doing the covers first, but some designers do the pages. I'm curious which is easier or best. I have done both, and I have found it's easier for me personally to do the pages first and then the cover. Like, maybe when I'm constructing it, I'll do a basic cover, like um, just wrapping it in fabric and then sewing in the signatures because I need to do that um, so I can sew my signatures in. Um, I need to have the fabric already in place. Uh, but then I'll go and decorate my pages, and then at the end, I will put the icing on the cake. And sometimes it's easier to have your book lay flat when it's not bulked up by ornamentation on the front when you're still decorating the pages inside. So I tend to lean towards decorating the pages first and the covers after, other than a basic wrap or a basic paint job or something like that. Sometimes if you're going to paint your cover, it's easier to do it first and then put your inner pages like your inner cover pages or whatever you're going to use it whether it's fabric or book page or what have you not on there first and then sew in your signatures and then decorate but that extra ornamentation anything that's going to make it lumpy or bumpy on the covers I do add that at the end and you know it's kind of like you get to the end and, and you're this is the the bane of the juncture like, should I add just one more thing what do we think about one more thing like just a little bopple or a little bling or a little lace or a little 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 butterfly this this calls for a butterfly I feel it you know I totally understand um semiology says I love the watercolor flowers oh I'm so glad yay okay she's actually talking about the bed sheet and um, I guess we must have done some watercolor flowers on a bed sheet. How cool is that? Uh, maybe use your rubber stamps for leaves, leaves and stems. What a great idea. Co-mingling tools and supplies is a great idea. That would be really cool. we got to try that. Somebody write that down. Um, we'll play. I have lots of bed sheet right over there ready to be used. Maybe we'll do some more watercolor flowers and we'll layer in playing with leaves and stems. That would be super fun. Thanks for the idea, semiology. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Judy says, uh, is there no end to the creative free junk journal supplies? If you, you ever think so, just watch some of the outpost videos. Oh, that's sweet. Um, uh, well, thank you, Judy. I'm glad you're um, starting to see the possibilities in pretty much everything. Probably even a bath towel if we sat there and looked at it. Um, um, so just keep having fun out there. Happy crafting, everybody. Remember, I have fundals for sale if you like old papers, um, antique ledger checks, receipts, postcards, uh, etc. Lots of uh, uh, old book pages, plus a lot of other cool things in there, 100 plus pieces, and um, free priority mail shipping. Take care, everyone. Happy crafting. Remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. Take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.